Hello, welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, as always, Cassandra Bodzak, and today is a very special solo cast episode. I want to chat with you about some personal things that have been evolving for me, as well as discuss what it's like and my approach to pivoting and evolving as a entrepreneur, as a creative, as a soul-centered being who is constantly tapping into, you know, her divine wisdom as well as my heart and what feels like the next step on my path. I know that so many women that I've worked with over the years as well as people I've had on the podcast um, have had to make some courageous leaps or feel that calling for a pivot or um, or an expansion, and it can be scary, and my hope is with this episode, I will illuminate um, some of how I've moved through that process, as well as give you guys a personal update on what's going on with me, um, if that's of any interest, so stay tuned, let's jump in. Before we dive into this week's episode, for those of you that are interested in really embarking on a manifestation journey, want to have a consistent meditation practice, I want to let you know about a program that I have called Amplify Your Magnetism. And it's a 40-day guided meditation for manifestation program. So the cool thing about this is that you can just sit back, relax, and let me take you on the manifestation journey. Each day has a different meditation that you can sit, listen to. They're all between 10, 15 minutes max, so very small time commitment. And they are guiding you along my meditation process. So you begin and you can set those intentions. You'll get familiar with your desires. And as you move along, you'll start embodying it more and more. This 40-day guided meditation program, it's truly magical. Um, The results are incredible. You'll start feeling amazing right away and tap into the possibilities and potential. So if that's something that feels like you really would like to hop on that summer. It's only $99. I'll put the link below. I think it's a really great kickoff point. So I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew that that existed um, in the portal and we'll have those links below. But without further ado, let's dive in to pivoting and evolving as a creative being. I really don't even know where to begin with this episode. I feel like so many of my clients are on this journey right now. I have been through so many evolutions and I'm actually really excited. This solo cast is actually kicking off um, a series that I'm going to do over the summer with different incredible women in different fields that are all creative entrepreneurs in some way or another and how they've allowed themselves to evolve and grow. Because I think one of the things that nobody talks about, or at least in my opinion, they don't talk about enough, is that we spend so much focus on how do we just take that initial step, right? How do we take that initial step? And there's plenty of previous podcasts, if that's where you are right now, that you can listen to. Um, How do we take that first step towards doing something that we, you know, no longer resonate with? and start doing something that really is calling to our soul and really is pulling us forward when we go into our visualizations, when we dream about that dream life. Um, And for a lot of people, that first step is leaving a nine to five and moving into creating their own business or 
you know, some level of that, right? And what I think gets less attention, but is a very real part of the journey is when you've actually created something that you love or you have something that you love in your life and then you feel called to create something else. And it can be even more, I think, of a mind F (laughs) because You know, I remember the first time it happened for me was, you know, my blog and how I got started. For those of you that haven't been along with me that whole journey, I actually got started in food. Most people that have met me probably in the past five years would assume I was always talking about meditation or manifestation or spirituality. Um, My very first book, my very first blog was all about food. And so for years, I had a blog, I think it was five years or so, that was recipes, um, healthy living tips, how to connect with your body, loving your body. Um, And some of you may have heard me talk about these subjects as recently as well, because there are still a lot of people that know me um, primarily from that world. And I remember that was my, my first big pivot was... I remember as finally I was blowing up in the food world and I'd invested all this time into it, I was on an ABC cooking show. I got my first book deal for a cookbook. I was giving all these talks, um, doing you know food demonstrations on TV or in person, and I was very much planted in the food world. Um, I actually had previously had you know a small vegan cupcake company And so that was where it was. But as I was on that journey, what I realized, what what had really transformed my life, what had really taken me from just another person writing about food to uh, a level of success that was, you know, mind blowing for me at the time was my meditation practice, was my manifestation practice, was me following my divine downloads, was me following those intuitive urges. And so I remember distinctly having this moment being in my very nice hotel room at Universal Studios because we were filming there and crying because I just wanted so much, so deeply in my heart to give other people access to what I felt like I had unlocked, right? I felt like I had, I had stumbled upon this golden key and now I wanted to share it with everyone and anyone because I knew what it was like to be on the other side. I knew what it was like to feel like nothing was working in your life. I knew what it was like to feel like you didn't have any connections. You weren't special. You didn't have money. You didn't have any of, you felt like everybody else had a leg up on you and All I had was my spiritual practice. All I had was my connection to God, my um, connection to the universe, my meditation, my being willing to follow my intuitive urges and what lit me up. And that, that was enough. And that was revelatory for me. And so here I was meant to talk about how important it was to listen to our body and connect to our body's wisdom and eat, you know, organic fruits and vegetables and make it fun and all of this stuff that, you know, was definitely a part of me, but now felt not as urgent, not as important as this revelation. 
And that was really when my shift began. And those first few years, obviously, I was writing a cookbook. And my way of melding that was that in my cookbook, Eat With Intention, every single recipe has a meditation, has a mantra in it. So that book is so much more than a cookbook, right? It's a new way of looking at the world. It's very much aligned with all the things that I teach now. And then making that shift and how scary it was um, being on, you know, social media, Instagram, Facebook, podcasts, and, and wanting to talk more about spirituality, wanting to talk more about meditation, knowing that that was the world that I was so deeply immersed in. By that point in my journey, the eating healthy and cooking and, and you know, connecting to my body wisdom, while I still honored it for how big of a, a leap it was, it was no longer the mountaintop for me. There was a new mountaintop, right? And so so just to hit the pause button there to take that back and to bring it into perhaps your life or what you might be going through or have been through, it's very similar to that feeling of waking up and being like, wow, I'm in a nine to five job or I'm in some job right now that is taking up a lot of my time that doesn't feel like it's the mountaintop that doesn't feel like it's the highest purpose or the best use of my soul and my creative gifts, right? And I had already had that, you know, even before that once from being an actress and really, you know, being a full-on actress, you know, getting my BFA and acting, you know, acting on sets in New York like Law and & Order and 30 Rock and Louis C.K. and doing independent films, going to film festivals. Like I was full-on an actress while having this simultaneous creative pursuit of my blog and doing the food stuff because as a creative being, and many of you may relate to this, as a creative being, we are designed to create. And so when you feel like for whatever reason, and acting is a perfect example of this, but this applies to so many different fields, that you need permission to create, um, that you need someone to invite you to create, it can be really hard on a creative spirit. And so it's always such a good thing to diversify and have different things in your life that, you know, when I, I wasn't even thinking of my blog and the stuff that I put out there to ever make money. I had no idea, you know, it could ever even transform into what it is today, right, at the time. And so you know, we get to this point in our journey and we keep arriving at this point, I think is one of the things I want to talk about, right? Is that we think that, okay, if I just get out of this one thing and move into this next thing, then everything will be amazing, right? Then I'll be good, then I'll be set, but our soul's journey is not like that. We're constantly evolving and changing and growing and and I really believe that our souls came here to experience a lot of different things and to keep evolving and shifting and 
And so we come back to that place time and time again. And we have these moments where we're not, we're no longer aligned with something at that at one point we were incredibly aligned with. At one time, you know, talking about the food is all I wanted to do, right? And then all of a sudden it wasn't there anymore. And that was really hard to deal with because I had built up so much momentum and I would debate and I open this conversation up, like, feel free to share with me. I want to hear your stories um, on, you know, can comment on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you know, DM me or comment on one of my Instagram pics. Um, I'd love to hear your opinion on this as well, is that I actually feel like it's harder to transition from one thing that at one point was your soul calling to the next thing on your evolutionary journey because it's so much, I think, more black and white when you're like, here's a job I was just strictly doing for money. Here's a job that I did maybe because my parents wanted me to do it or I just fell into it after college or whatnot. And then to have created something on your own, to have put in, you know, the, you know, blood, sweat and tears, so to speak, to be able to actually see something. There's such a beautiful experience having the experience of seeing something in your mind's eye, visualizing it, and then taking those intuitive action steps every day, holding the faith, being in that state, and watching it manifest, right? That it's, in my opinion, and my experience, it's so much harder for me to move on from that. And like I said, it's not like it, it luckily it usually doesn't have to be such a drastic, like I have to move on from this to, um, to this. Like I still very much celebrate my cookbook to this day. I still do some cooking stuff or I'll, you know, get on a podcast and they'll talk to me about connecting to your body wisdom or, you know, food and things like that. And I'm happy, happy to talk about it. But there is a soul calling to evolve and shift and we can never know what's next on our journey. I think that's one of the most interesting things is that it often hits us like a ton of bricks out of nowhere. I know um, for me, my latest kind of evolution was after my grandma passed away. After my grandma passed away uh, two years ago, um, it was January uh, 2021, and I obviously I was in deep, deep grief. And my grandmother was like a mom to me. She was my person. Um, I talked to her about everything. I asked her about everything. She was my confidant. And so to not have her on this earth plane anymore just shook me, shook me to the core and definitely gave me probably what is now my third awakening. <laughs> um, and just again, we're always we're always growing and evolving. So loving yourself through all those awakenings. But I remember about uh, two months later, I think it was March, um, I had been I had been meditating a lot. That is meditation has been one of the things that helps me the most when I'm going through really difficult times in my life. And so I had been meditating a lot. I've been doing a mantra meditation at the time. And I remember I was with my husband in Jackson Hole. And we were there for just like a long ski weekend. And 
I would wake up every day and sit in front of the fireplace and do my meditation. And I remember one day I did my meditation and it like hit me like a ton of bricks. I miss acting. I miss being in front of the camera. I miss accessing this creative part of me that hasn't been expressed in oof, nearly a decade, right? And it hit me like a ton of bricks because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it, but I was showing up for my practice because at the time what had happened which if you've ever gone through a hard time emotionally, whether it was grief or you're in a funk or, you know, all the different, I mean, the pandemic, there's so many things, right? That sometimes it's hard to discern, you know, am I just not feeling lit up by what I'm doing right now because I'm going through something, um, which is a very real thing. And so, you know, after my grandma passed away, it was interesting. I kept all my clients going. I kept everything going because my work is something that gives me so much purpose and helps me a lot through through those things because it helps me get out of myself, be bigger than myself, um, and I derive so much joy and pleasure from helping others and seeing them succeed on their path. And so it was really bothering me that all of a sudden, while my clients and, and showing up for things still brought me peace and joy and purpose, I wasn't feeling as creatively inspired around my current business. I wasn't feeling inspired to, you know, develop new programs or, you know, come up with new content, which wasn't like me. And I gave myself grace, as I feel like everyone should in those those moments, because I was like, listen, you just lost one of the most important people in the world to you, and your life is forever changed, and you're still coping with what this looks like. And when I just surrendered to, and this is what I recommend to all of my clients that feel like they may be approaching a pivot, they may be approaching a, a landmark in their evolution, is to really just rest in their spiritual practice, to not try to force it, but to be open and available for guidance and direction. And so that's what I did. You know, I amped up my meditation practice. I would just journal on whatever came through with meditation practice. And I genuinely surrendered to the fact that I didn't know what the next step was at the time, but I had a deep feeling that there was about to be a change that there was about to be a pivot or an evolution or some sort of shift in how I did things. And um, and so when that revelation came, you know, that was like I said, probably, you know, now a year and a half ago or so, I really had to sit with it and just be with it and investigate it and look at what does that look like and, um and go through that process and little by little I really I'm a big big believer that action brings clarity and so I feel like if you do get that intuitive hit are you getting a you know um, a push towards an evolution that exploring it is actually what's going to bring you a lot of clarity around it because sometimes you might get a hit and I talk about this a lot in my book manifesting through meditation and we talk about it in divinely design your life where 
our brain might take the essence of a desire that's coming from our heart and then shift it into something that we can grasp with our, you know, from our worldly experience. And it's not always exactly what the desire is. So I was like, okay, let me just make sure I clarify this. Is this being, is this going back into acting? Is this, you know, maybe doing more YouTube, more stuff, you know, about spirituality? Is this pitching my own show, right? I kind of thought of like, what are all the different options of this? And let me start exploring all of them. And so through that journey, I was like, okay, let me just start, you know, auditioning. I'll audition for small projects. I'll do like a student film. I'll see how does that feel. I will, you know, put out more YouTube content. Uh, You guys will notice there's like a ton of like tapping videos and meditation videos and all sorts of fun content when I was experimenting with that as well. Um... I thought about what would it be like if I had a a variety, not a variety show, they don't call them that anymore, like one of those talk shows where they do a few different things or whatnot, where it's not just like, you know, like them sitting and talking to people, but they have like a couple different segments. So I let myself explore that. So that's one of the things I want to call out if anybody's really resonating with this and feels like they're in that moment. You know, step one, I would say you really lean on your spiritual practice show up for your meditation, show up for journaling, create this space to receive more information about what's next, right? And what you're feeling called to. Um, And then, you know, play around, play around with different possibilities. Don't be so married to one version of the idea. Try to get what's the essence of what's coming forth and what are different ways that essence could be expressed and just do it do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't, you know, you'll learn more in, let's say you're feeling like, oh, I want to share my voice. And you're like, I don't know if that's a podcast or a YouTube channel, or maybe it's just Instagram stories, or is it, I don't know, (laughs) all the possibilities, right? Try them. Notice what lights you up, right? Worst case scenario, what? You record 10 podcast episodes and then you're like, you know what? Mm, Podcasting, mm, not for me. But now, you tried it and you're like, okay, that wasn't my form. Maybe you're like, wow, I love, I noticed that like I love doing these little clips on TikTok, right? Or doing fun dance videos and giving information or whatnot. We're all going to have different, you know, pullings. And I think by us actually diving in and taking the action and throwing some spaghetti against the wall, then it gives us a roadmap to kind of gauge what's lighting us up. Right? What's lighting it up? Well, what's lighting us up? <laughs> and so that leads me, you know, to the next step is I found out from doing all this stuff. Yes, I do love, you know, I, I love all the forms of, you know, whether it's this podcast or doing YouTube videos, but I really, 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 it reinforced how much I missed acting and I missed that it's just a different creative muscle, right? Like for me to get on here, do a podcast, do a tapping video, do a meditation video. It's just me being me. This is all stuff I talk about all day, whether it's with clients, friends, anyone. This is just me being me. And there's a creative expression element and an art and a craft and a world building that flexes this whole different muscle that I access when I'm acting. And 
I realized how much that lit me up and how much I was missing that form of creativity in my life. And so I really leaned into that. And over the past like year or so, I've gotten an agent and a manager. Um, I filmed some stuff. I've auditioned like crazy. I've really full on immersed myself back in that world, you know, meeting with casting directors, you know, shifting you know, what kind of, what I'm paying attention to, even on social media, on social media, I'm following a lot of stuff that's going on in the entertainment industry. And I'm reading books about that. And I'm allowing myself to throw myself into what I'm feeling called to do. And I, before I get into the complexities of that, I just want to say that, that, that in of itself is really scary. And even at this point in my journey, felt incredibly scary, felt incredibly vulnerable. And I remember just even, you know, coming out with that on Instagram and kind of like sharing a little bit about embarking on this new journey felt just terrifying because there was all of a sudden all these, you know, these thoughts, right? About, well, what if, what if it doesn't work out? What if people you know, now discredit all of the spiritual work I do or all of the, you know, manifestation and meditation work that I've done. What if they're now wondering like, oh, like how can she do both? And, you know, when we're making a bold move, when we're making, whether it's like a full on pivot or an evolution. And I think there's a little bit, it's scary either way. Um, But a pivot, I would say is like, full on shifting into another world, right? Like you were a beauty blogger and now you're like, I only talk, I'm only talking about food, right? Whereas like an evolution might be, I'm a beauty blogger and now I'm going to incorporate more recipes that also talk about like your skin and radiance and all that, right? And so there are different ways to do it, and I don't think either one is right or wrong, but you have to tune into yourself and say what, and that I think was a lot of the internal battle for me too. Um, there is, you know, there's this part of you, I think, when you get excited about anything where you're like, that's it. That's all I want to focus on. I just want to do that. That's it. No, nothing else. Um, maybe it's like the petulant child inside of me. But um, but then there's also just really, I think that's where, you, again, back to your spiritual practice. You have to sit with yourself and ask, is it a full-on pivot, right? One of the my friends we're going to have on the podcast literally went from having a, you know, a health food juice uh, store in the West Village to completely pivoting, being an energy worker, um, mind shifter, coach, right? And there was no remnants of that former life. You know, it was a very, it was a sharp pivot. Um, And sometimes that's what you need to do. Now, for me, I don't necessarily feel that's what I need to do. I think that the two things I do can coexist and I get fed from both of them. But I think this is one of the things that I want to be talking about more on this podcast of being a multifaceted entrepreneur, multifaceted creative. We are all multifaceted beings. And so sometimes there is that 
alignment, not alignment, black and white shift. Wow, this thing's not aligned with me anymore. I need to, you know, honor it and leave it behind, move on to this thing that's really aligned right now. And sometimes it's not as clean cut. Sometimes it's actually saying that the diversification of doing different things lets everything feed each other. I actually think I am a thousand times more of the coach and guide that I am to my clients and the spiritual teacher and all of that thing, those things, because I'm simultaneously in real time, courageously going after a pursuit of something that I haven't done before. And I think that has been my fuel in a lot of ways along this journey, right? I have three books now. So I've been, I have three books. I've created a business um, beyond my wildest dreams. I have been going on this evolutionary journey as I've been teaching about it. So the proof has been in the pudding and, and my, my wisdom and my coaching and all of that has only improved as I've grown myself, as I've pushed myself, right? You know, with writing that first book, with taking a pivot with the second book and doing an all meditation book and just being like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to even talk about food or anything in this, right? Doing a spiritual wake, like literally going full on in, right? And each book and each, you know, growing my business, each time I did bigger and bigger talks, each time, you know, I created, you know, juicier programs, they're all served by me as a soul continuing to follow that expansion journey for myself and continually courageously pushing myself to honor my biggest, juiciest dreams. Because literally all of this is, this podcast, the programs that I do, all of the content that you see, this is all to help other women and people like you who have a big dream in their heart, who want to creatively express themselves on this life in this lifetime, to show them that it's possible and to give them all the tips and all the tools and all the help I can to, you know, midwife that journey for them. And so for me, in my instance, I really felt if I don't follow this, if I don't give this all I've got, if I don't honor this creative instinct, you know, while it's here, I'm never going to grow in this business here. I'm never going to grow as a coach. I'm never going to grow as a, a self-help author. I'm not doing what I tell every single person that I work with that listens to this podcast that follows me on Instagram to do. So that was an interesting, I think, personal thing for me that may not apply to everyone. But I do think for a lot of us and a lot of our souls that like that connect, right, um, we are very multifaceted creative beings. And so it's not, it's a very like patriarchal, one-dimensional thought that it always has to be this or that. It doesn't always have to be this or that. Now, like I said, if you have a super strong calling where you're like, this is not resonating with me anymore, and this is the next step, and that they're like totally different things, great, honor that. But I also just want to say that sometimes having multiple things on your plate actually 
help feed everything. And there are some of us that genuinely thrive on that variety. And so if that resonates with you, honor it. And so maybe you get that call and you're like, it's time to start a pottery. I want to start doing pottery or I want to start writing poetry and allow it to just be an exploration. Don't put the pressure on it to make a ton of money or even be a business right away. Just see what it's like. See what it adds. And then once you start going with it, more will be revealed, more clarity will come and you'll be like, okay, is this a full pivot? Do I just want to go hard and and focus just on my pottery business, right? Or is this an evolution where now I'm I'm folding in my pottery and and that work into whatever else I'm doing because maybe you have another job where you're a marketing expert, right? And that feeds you in certain ways, but your pottery feeds you in a totally different way. And If you just did your pottery, you wouldn't get the nutrients that you get from your marketing job. And if you just did your, you're just doing your marketing job right now. So you're craving the nutrients from that pottery. And so we get to evolve and we get to grow. And that is part of the spiritual journey. It's part of the creative journey. And I think it's, you know, we're in a time right now where so much energy is moving through and so much is happening. I feel like time is speeding up. We have a lot of stuff going on astrologically, and we're just in a time and space here on Earth where we are evolving rapidly, and we're being called onto our quote-unquote missions, and I really believe that our mission, in addition to being love and, and, and representing love on the planet and remembering our oneness, our missions are also about expressing, you know, what our souls came here to express. And the whole reason this podcast is called Divine Downloads is because I literally believe that we download from the divine, right, from our highest self, from God, universe, whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it. I believe we download that and then we are the the hands and the feet and the eyes and the ears and the mouth for that on earth and, and making it expressed. And... A lot of us, I feel like, are going to be moving through these evolutions, through these pivots right now. And so I want to talk more openly about it. I want to, you know, acknowledge that it is, it's kind of the same but different, right? It's the same as when you feel like you're starting from scratch, except there's, there's other complexities to it because there's that feeling of like, am I betraying this other thing that I've created by now having a new thing? It's like, imagine, it's like you've been married to this one thing and now all of a sudden you have a new lover, right? Except you're not cheating on anyone in this situation. Um, But sometimes it can feel like that, right? And it can bring up a lot of stuff inside of us. And, you know, one of the things that um, you guys know, if you listen to the podcast or follow me, I love quoting Stephen Pressfield. He has some incredible books on just being a creative being, The War of Art and uh, Turning Pro. And one of the things he says in his books is that we feel the most resistant to the things that are on the path to our soul's calling. So oftentimes we reach a certain comfort zone with something or we hit that top of the mountain or we've kind of, I don't want to say completed, but we've completed this certain level of growth in a certain area 
and then we feel we get that new calling and we'll feel a lot of resistance to following it. We'll really get in our head about it. It'll trigger all those same fears and it'll trigger a lot of new fears as well that come up about pursuing it. And I think remembering that if you're feeling the fear and still feeling the desire and feeling that calling for it, right, then it's to be acknowledged. And, um, and I think a lot of times when we feel like we're depressed, when we feel, when we lose that sparkle for life, it's actually because we have uh, a soul calling that we're ignoring, that we're pushing away. And I also just want to, as I say that, just clarify, a soul calling doesn't always mean like a new business, right? A soul calling could just be a way that you, you want to creatively express. It could be enough for you to just start making pottery every weekend, right? It could be enough for you to just start cooking more in your own home. We're also in this, you know, very money work, money work driven kind of society that is almost taking it to an extreme where it's like, you have to monetize everything. Everything must be monetized. It's not a valid expression of yourself unless you're selling something about it. Um, and, and while there's nothing wrong with monetizing it or making it a business, I think it's really important, especially, um, in the beginning to give yourself permission to just explore it without it needing to, uh, you know, give, I, I describe the creative flame. as like, think of it like a baby. It's like a baby. And like, when you have the idea, you're in that gestation process, you're pregnant with this idea, you're thinking about it, you're letting it kind of evolve and develop and getting comfortable with it. And then it, at some point, it's, it's birthed into the world, it exists now in the world in some form. And you wouldn't make a six month old or a year old baby pay your bills. No, there's still so much nurturing, so much growth. There's so much that baby needs to learn and develop and, and play and explore, right, before you send it off to work to pay the mortgage, right? Um, but we do that with our creative ideas without thinking of it. We're like, oh, I had an idea, you know, I throw it up. It's, you know, not even a month later. And if it's not making money for me already, then I guess it didn't work like that's not what the journey is about and that's also for me I think a test of the genuine joy and uh you know even in this experience right now it's with acting it's really interesting because a lot of this stuff I'll do like I just did a zoom reading for a friend and I've done you know a couple different projects that were passion projects for people I knew and acted in them um, in addition to a couple paying things, but I've gotten so used to, you know, making really good money in my work, in my business. And so it is a bit of a, you know, contrast to then be doing this thing and not being paid in the way that I'm used to being paid for my talents and me showing up um, and being okay with that because I'm just in the creative desire for it, right? Because I'm not asking it to put bread on my table. I'm not asking it to replace my income. I'm asking it to just fulfill my soul's calling to express this, right? It just feels like something I genuinely am lit up by and am happy to do. And I think that that's really important um, 
it's important to give that calling and that pivot or whatever that evolution is that grace, let it build up that momentum on its own. Even when I started my business or quote unquote, I didn't think it was a business when I started this business. It was again, it was just the sole expression. I was like, I want to put this stuff out there. I, I want to hope that it reaches someone. I don't care about anyone paying me for it. And because I was in that mindset, I was such a pure channel for whatever wanted to come through. I wasn't trying to push something or I wasn't thinking with what do people want to buy? I was thinking, what does my soul want to express? What do I want to come through here? And, um, and that I think is, is everything. So I don't know. I hope this episode helped you. Uh, like I said, get excited. We have, um, more interviews coming this summer where I'm going to be interviewing fabulous women of all different, um, different, um, pursuits and, you know, careers and talking with them about their own creative evolution and talking with them about their process and how they've evolved or pivoted along the path. Um, because I do deeply believe that being a creative, being an entrepreneur, um, uh, it, it just is so interwoven with our spiritual path and, um, and they go side by side. And I think more and more of us are going to be on this evolution journey, pivoting in real time. And um, so let me know if this resonates with you. I would love some feedback if you feel like you're in this. If there's any like specific questions you would love answered about this journey or questions that came up for you during this podcast, I'm here for you. Um, Please, if you're listening to this on a on iTunes or on one of the podcast platforms, give us a five-star review. Write a little thing about what you love about the podcast, what you'd like to see more of. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Cassandra Bodzak, YouTube, Cassandra Bodzak TV. I love getting your feedback. I would love to hear for those of you that resonate with it, share it with a girlfriend or uh, any friend <laughs> or family member that you feel like is going through this. Um, and, uh, I look forward to updating you along the journey, but I will just say right now, I am feeling so lit up and so happy, um, just honoring this new creative, um, urge that has emerged and, and also just honoring, I mean, we could do a whole other episode, I guess, about what that looks like on the day to day when you are doing multiple things. Um, and I guess the, the spark notes of it that I'll leave you, leave you with, so this is not a super, super long, um, podcast is that for me, I've really been honoring the daily intuitive guidance. And so some days I'm just fully in the acting world. I've had a ton of auditions. And so some days that I feel like, you know, I trust what's, I trust what unfolds. I trust what's on my plate. And so if that's what I need to do, that's what I'm showing up for. And I'm honoring that. I'm not, I'm not feeling guilty for not doing a tapping video or not posting content, right? I'm just kind of honoring where my intuitive guidance is coming that day. And then again, like a day like today, I felt really called to do the podcast. I've been scheduling uh, this morning of some of those, you know, incredible uh, multifaceted female entrepreneurs that I'm going to also interview. And so I just honor those creative urges the same way 
I tell you guys to honor your intuition and, and be with it and trust. And even those days where you have obligations for one or the other, trusting that those obligations are divine and you're there and you can just be present and be fully where you are with what the task is at hand and trust that everything is serving everything. And I think that's the big part of if you're consistently checking in with your intuition and you're checking in with um, your, I'm calling them urges, but you know, your creative pulls, your soul's guidance, um, whatever you want to call it, then you also trust that if you need to do something different, it will be revealed to you, right? If you're doing, if you're like, okay, you really need to not overschedule that much on Mondays, it'll come up for you and you can, and you can, it's a work in progress and you're growing and you are evolving. And as you're evolving, you're getting more and more divine downloads as to how to keep shifting the more you listen to them. Um, So that's it. Okay, that's it. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this little, you know, personal update mixed with chat about pivoting and evolving as a creative being. Um, And uh, like I said, feel free uh, to hit us up. Let us know how you like this episode and uh, get excited for some more juicy interviews over the summer. And if you are feeling called to start a meditation manifestation practice, don't forget about that Amplify Your Magnetism, the 40-day journey. The link will be below. You can check it out. It is a great practice to get you started, especially if you're feeling like you're in one of these evolving moments. So check it out and I'll talk to you next time.